How to transform your passion into a successful startup. Welcome to Lead, an inspiring podcast that focuses on the creative spirit inside us all. Jocelyn Bellows interviews accomplished entrepreneurs about overcoming obstacles and achieving greatness. Join us today and lead into a fulfilling and successful life. everybody. Welcome to Leap. Today's guest is Lauren Barr. Lauren is the founder of Simply Balanced Wellness. She is a health coach and a licensed physical therapist. And today we're going to talk a little bit with Lauren about what Simply Balanced Wellness is, what she's doing with it, and how she is making an impact on the community around her. So welcome, Lauren. Thank you. Hello, everybody. So thanks so much for joining us. And I wanted to kind of, like I said, jump in. Um, Tell me a little bit about what Simply Balanced Wellness is. Sure. So Simply Balanced Wellness is a women's health and wellness company. And uh, basically, I I do health coaching. So I work one-on-one with my clients to get them from where they are now in their current state of health and happiness to where they want to go. I meet them where they are, and then we implement um, changes that help them achieve the results that they're looking for. So tell me about that. What do you mean when you are looking for changes and helping them to achieve what their goals are? How does that practice work? Sure. Yeah, sure. So it starts with a discovery phone call where we chat for 30 minutes, and we talk about what their health concerns are. You know, most people have one or two big nagging health complaints that have been with them for a while that they just haven't been able to resolve or get to the bottom of. And so that comes up pretty quick in the phone call. And so then we talk about their nutrition and their lifestyle factors like sleep, stress management, exercise, and we talk about mindset. And we establish, you know, what are your your current routines and, and Pretty quickly, it starts to become apparent, you know, where there's some room for improvement. And they start to see it, too, as they talk through. Um, and, and then in the conversation, we really, we discuss, you know, what are you looking for? What do you want your life to look like and feel like? And then we go from there. So do you think that your approach is, is like a whole body wellness? Yes. It's definitely an integrative approach. And, you know, my background, like you said, is as a physical therapist. And so I was very much trained to look at the physical body and physical health. But over time, I've really learned that physical and mental health are intertwined. And you really can't separate them. So, yes, when I'm working with my clients, we address um, mind, body, and spirit as one. Okay, fantastic. So I'd like to dive into that a little bit. Uh, you you mentioned, you know, and I know your background a little bit, um, starting as a physical therapist, and that's where your profession began, and, and took that turn into a whole wholeness uh, factor. How did you transition from PT to creating your own business? Yeah, that's a great question. And it's funny, I was just thinking about this uh, in a conversation I had yesterday. And, you know, during the course of my physical therapy career, many people along the way asked me, hey, are you ever going to have your own business? And it was a hard and fast no 
No way. Never. Um, I had no interest through most of my career in ever, you know, being a business owner. Um, so it really wasn't until my, it, it, there was a very distinct turn for me. And that happened in 2014 in what I like to call my health crash. So leading up to that point, I, you know, was content with my physical therapy job. I would say I was happy too. Like I felt like a rock star every day going to work, helping people was very rewarding for me. But I was pouring a lot of my energy into my work. And then I got home and I had to do what I call my second shift. And my kids were little, two and five at the time. And so I really was burning the candle at both ends. And I sustained this for, you know, like I said, until they were two and five. And then my own health started to take a toll. And it started with just simple, like, nagging things, like um, some anxiety. And then sore throats that were happening pretty regularly. And then eye twitching. And, and I just kept ignoring these little whispers from my body. Uh, because you know, I had a kid, I had kids and I had a job and I had a husband and a house and a life to keep up with. And so I just kept burning my candle at both ends. Well, eventually the stress got really high. The anxiety got really high and all this led, it all came down with a perfect storm of other life events that happened and I couldn't take the stress anymore. And I ended up having uh, insomnia and this went on for three weeks. You know, one night, of course, we need to kind of pull it together. But after three weeks, I was not functioning very well. Went to my doctor, asked for help, was given, you know, here's your, your medication. You have, you know, anxiety and you need to take these drugs. Um, so I tried that. And after a couple of weeks, I, I didn't certainly didn't feel better. Um, I probably felt worse. And because, you know, looking back, the level of stress that I had, it wasn't a deficiency in a drug. You know, there wasn't a drug that could take the stressors in my life away. So, and the stressors were still there. So long story short, I ended up on a medical leave. And as soon as I took that first day of rest, my body crashed into total weakness. And I was just so depleted at that point that even uh, walking for 10 minutes was difficult for me. And it was a scary time. I was depleted. I felt depressed. You know, this anxiety was still there, but then I felt depressed because all of a sudden I was no longer a professional. I was broken. And I was terrified. I didn't know if I was going to get better. I didn't know if that was going to be my new reality. So during this time, I, I had to... One, learn to accept help because I couldn't, you know, take care of my kids and prepare meals and even get them out the door to school. I was so weak. So I had to really allow my support system to step in and help me. I had a friend driving my kids to school. Um, my husband took over the meal duties and, and the bedtime routine. And I didn't know if I could get better, but I knew I didn't want this to be my reality. So I ended up writing a personal prescription for myself um, to heal. And I've been asked, you know, how did you know how to write a prescription for yourself? And, you know, really, I was lucky because 
my career as a physical therapist, I made a lot of observations as to who got better and who didn't. And I also, during, you know, those early child raising years, I had discovered the wellness mama. And she has this wonderful website with all this, you know, very holistic and integrative information. And I just started listening to her podcast, like piece together all this information. And I said, okay, I'm going to write a prescription. I'm going to walk 10 minutes every day. I'm going to eat really good food every day. I'm going to remove sugar. Uh, I'm going to really prioritize sleep. And I did guided meditation every day. So I wrote my list and I followed it. And thankfully, after three months, I was strong enough to return to work. I continued my de- devotion to self-care. And after one year, I felt better than I had in years. At that point, I, it was this aha moment that if I could heal myself through nutrition and lifestyle and mindset, well, other people could too. And I wanted to share that. That was my big turning point. So was this really then the birth and your yeah. aha moment? Yes, that was my aha moment. And I always had shared with, you know, I always knew as a physical therapist that the body was designed to heal itself. And I shared that with my patients along the way. Um, and when it came to me and, and then I was able to heal myself, even when my doctors didn't, honestly, they didn't give me hope. They just said, sorry, you're going to have to take these drugs the rest of your life. And you're always going to have anxiety and depression. That's just who you are. And thankfully, I didn't listen to those words. I didn't believe them. And I chose to believe that my body could heal. And, and this is now my mission to share these words of hope and inspiration for other people that your body's ability to heal is far greater than you have been led to believe. And that's what spurred my mission to now find a vehicle and a way for me to share this with the world. And how are you doing that right now? Yeah, that's a great question. So from there, uh, in two, what I decided in 2016, you know, after having this burning desire to share this inner knowing and this inner mission, I, in 2016, I went to the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and I became a health coach. So I graduated from that program. It's a year program. I graduated in 2017. And that's when I launched the business, Simply Balanced Wellness, with a focus of working with women. So now it's been about a year and a half doing this, um, this new career path. And, and I'm loving it. You know, so like I said, I work one-on-one with my clients doing private health coaching. And it's, it's been really a lot of fun. I've seen some pretty amazing transformations. Can you share some of those transformations with us? Yeah, sure. I'd love to. So let's see. There's there's a few really powerful ones that come to mind. My favorite one to share is this woman. I'll call her Kate. And she is a 33-year-old mama. And she came to see me with um, in a state of severe pain. She had 10 out of 10 back pain and hand pain and foot pain, as well as eczema, like this scaly red rash on her hands and feet. And she was really scared because she didn't have a diagnosis. She just knew she had this, these symptoms. And she, she was having a hard time taking care of her child. Her son was two. 
and she couldn't take care of him. She had to take him to a babysitter every day because she was in too much pain. And she was having trouble opening food containers and preparing food because her hands hurt so much. So when she came to see me, you know, with my healthcare background, I, I listened to her history and observed her symptoms. And I knew right away what her diagnosis was. And it was a very severe autoimmune condition. I couldn't tell her, hey, here's your diagnosis because I'm not a doctor. Mm-hmm. So luckily, yeah, luckily she was. She had started working with a doctor, and she told me that she was going to be going back to the doctor in two weeks to find out her diagnosis after, you know, doing a lot of lab work. But at the time, at that day, she didn't have her diagnosis. So I said, okay, Kate, here's what I want you to do. Let's put you on this anti-inflammatory diet. And, and I gave her some very clear instructions. She implemented 100% that anti-inflammatory diet the next day. Two weeks later, when I saw her, her pain level was cut in half. It was now a 5 out of 10. That's remarkable. After four weeks, yeah, right? It's just two weeks of ultra-clean eating. And then at the four-week mark, no joke, two out of 10 pain, and her rashes were gone. That's incredible. Yeah. And and how did also then her mindset, how was that affected? Yes. So the the fascinating thing there is she, um, during that first four weeks, she did get her diagnosis and the doctor told her she had psoriatic psoriatic arthritis and that she would have to take some very um, heavy drugs to suppress her immune system for the rest of her life. And those drugs would put her at increased risk of, you know, cancer and other illnesses. And that was terrifying to her because she had just lost her mother to cancer. Mm-hmm. So she really felt like she was in a bind and, and the doctor was pushing her to start these drugs. And she said, hey, wait, doctor, I'm, I'm trying nutrition. And for right now, it seems to be working. Um, so all of a sudden, because nutrition was working, she felt really empowered. And you know, she actually held off on taking the medication. And she further pursued the avenues that I had recommended. So I suggested a functional medicine doctor uh, to really get to the bottom of healing her gut and just healing her body as much as she could instead of suppressing her immune system. And through my help and the help of a functional medicine doctor, she was able to put her disease into remission. And it's now been one year, one year, and she has never had to take the drugs that the doctor suggested. Wow. So for yeah. listeners out there, because some people may not be intimately familiar with what functional medicine, myself included, um, can you yeah. help us to, to understand and decipher what functional medicine is and how that differs from our traditional Western medical doctor? Yeah, sure. So I'll give you a quick analogy that helps to explain it. So um, if you were a tree, and your leaves have turned brown, you go to the doctor, your traditional Western doctor, and you say, hey, doc, my leaves have turned brown. What do I do? And the doctor will hand you a can of spray paint and say, here's your spray paint. Go ahead and spray them green. You're fine. And a functional medicine doctor is really looking for root causes of why did your leaves turn brown in the first place. And so that functional medicine doctor is going to check your soil. 
and see, are you getting enough water? Do you have enough nutrients in the soil? Are those nutrients being absorbed by your root system and transported through, uh, you know, up the stem and out to your leaves? And so they're really trying to figure out the root cause of why those leaves have turned brown and correct um, the problem at its source. So when we apply that to humans, the foundation of functional medicine is looking at gut health. And that's where they can find a lot of root causes is in the gut. And also, you know, we, we know that we, the body can thrive when you start to give it better nutrients, more clean water, better sleep, uh, stress management. These are really the foundational pieces of both health coaching and then functional medicine. Where functional medicine takes health coaching to the next level is because they can do the diagnostic testing to look at your gut health and to look at your nutrient levels and, and hormonal balance and things like that. Gotcha. Does that help? Yeah, thank you. And so that leads me to a really intriguing question, at least for me. Um, you know, you, we started that your comfort, you know, your, then your career started in physical therapy in, in a really traditional sense of Western practiced medicine, right? How yeah. then did you transition from that to now going kind of the opposite of the scale to functional medicine and practicing that as uh, practicing and preaching that, um, and then creating a business. How did that show up for you? Yeah. Like I said, it's really just been this process and it's been an awakening. And as I'm learning things that challenge my original belief system, I really am forced to decide, well, what, what do I believe and what, is to me the truth. And just following my inner knowing and following my observations that I've observed in both the traditional route and now in the functional medicine world, and I just can't ignore those things. And so what I've really tried to do is align myself with my belief system and follow that in choosing my path as an entrepreneur. Now, I'd like to talk a little bit about that. Uh, you set me up quite nicely because, you know, the purpose for this podcast leap is, is talking about taking that leap and creating your own reality and your own business. So, you know, we talked about, we mentioned earlier a little bit about your aha moment. When you had that moment and said, this is what I want to do. What was your first step? Mm, good question. So <laughs> I had watched the film, The Secret, okay. and I was inspired to do a dream board, a vision board. So my first step before I had a business of any nature at all was I got a whiteboard and I think I bought it at the dollar store and I just started putting ideas on it. So it, it just started with one circle that said physical therapy and then an overlapping circle that said nutrition and then a third overlapping circle that said mindset. And I wanted to figure out a way how I could merge the best of all those pieces. And I just, and that was really the first piece, you know, so before there was ever a business, before I even enrolled in health coaching school, I just knew I wanted to find a way to merge those passions and those truths. And it started with a vision board. And then, you know, the ideas just started flowing and a little bit 
you know, here and there, as I had an idea or an inspirational word, I added it to that vision board. Wow. And so can we, uh, there's a couple of things I want to touch on, but I, I want to start maybe with the secret. Um, what is the sure. secret? Sure. That is a documentary and it is about the law of attraction. And what the law of attraction is, is the concept that what we think about, we bring about. And we can manifest things that we desire. So if I want to, you know, have, you basically start to envision the life that you want and you create that visualization and all the details and then you start to take action in the direction of having that come true. Uh, so it's a little bit of, it's an, you take inspired action and then you start. And as you do this, Doors of opportunity start opening that maybe you didn't, you wouldn't see before because you weren't in that space of looking to create a new reality. So that's what the secret is. It's a documentary about that. And there's also a book that goes along with it. And then that's also a very great uh, resource to have on hand. Right. So is that really where you started your concept of the vision board was watching this movie and then you went ahead to the vision board? Is that- yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, and as you started to build on that vision board, did you start to actually see some of these comes, these things come into reality? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, for sure. Yeah. So that was the vision board was the first one just was me putting the pieces together of what I wanted my business to look like. And, and then I launched my business. And it basically served as my roadmap. To launch that business and then from there I created a, a vision board of what I wanted to achieve in my first year of business and it some of it was just material things like I wanted a, a certain treatment table because I was doing a little you know some physical therapy to this so I got it my treatment table and some of my treatment tools for that and other things were I um, places that I wanted to speak and so I, and people that I wanted to meet. So I put those things on the board. I manifested at least 95% of what I put on that board for the first year. Wow. And then I created a board for the second year. And it's been really fun watching those things come into fruition. I mean, so, you know, it's one thing to have that vision in front of you and have that, that imagery in front of you. How then do you start to trust in the unknown because this is unknown right you said you have a roadmap but um, did you actually write it out or how does no. that kind of all manifest into itself yeah that's a tricky thing because basically you start with the end in mind and you don't always you really won't know your footsteps to get there mm-hmm. so I create this this end of what I want and then I gradually fill in the footsteps so even just to be able to launch my business, you, you know, I had to get, um, you know, work with a business attorney to establish the, the legal structure of the business. And I had to work with a designer to design the logo and open a business bank account and all these separate pieces. And I didn't know that. I just knew I wanted a business and I didn't know the footsteps. And so you just start taking them and just, you just kind of tackle one task at a time. And before you know it, you're gaining momentum and, and you're getting things done. 
And I want to go back to something you mentioned at the sort of the start of this conversation that when you started your career as a physical therapist and were approached to say, are you going to do your own business? And you said, never, ever will I be an entrepreneur. Tell me what that feels like now, now that you are. Oh, that's funny. Uh, so now that I am, I, I can't turn it off. You know, now that I'm an entrepreneur, it is a different mindset. It's a different way of thinking. It's very innovative, very creative. There's a lot of flexibility. It's exciting. And to think about going back to being an employee is like trying to fit, you know, like a square peg in a round hole. It's really hard for me to think about ever doing that again. Um, this path, this path feels like the right path for me. Why do you say that? Uh, because it allows me to be me. And not that I wasn't me before, but I am now able to live to the fullest expression of myself and, and incorporate that into my business. So one of the things I learned in health coaching school is this concept called bio-individuality. And they first taught us that term because there's not one single perfect human diet. Everyone is an individual, and there's so you there's bio individuality, and you have to you know tailor different ways of eating depending on the client and what their health history is, what their maybe ethnic background is, and all sorts of other factors. So there's that bio individuality for ways of eating, but the same is true for business. Very bio individual. So even two health coaches could have two very different businesses. Mm-hmm. Because your, your business is really going to be a reflection of you and your passion and your belief and what you have to offer. And on that point, you know, putting yourself out there, is there a level of vulnerability that comes with that? Yes. And how do Absolutely. you manage that? Yeah. You know, it was easy to just sort of walk you know, with the crowd and be a physical therapist because that was just kind of the norm. And now I'm, you know, standing out alone and carving this new path and it is scary. And you, and so again, going back to health coaching school, they empowered us. They taught us to fit out. So maybe most of your life you've strived to fit in, Mm -hmm. but maybe you always sort of felt like you were, fringe or or different than other people. And so go ahead and embrace that. Embrace your uniqueness and just let it shine. So I have, over time, gotten better at at embracing that and fitting out. Yeah, I love that. And it reminds me um, very clearly of actually something for myself. Um, You know, as you know, and listeners are going to start to learn, I've personally gone through quite a bit of change in this past year. And I have really done a lot of reflection over my lifetime. And one of the things I've always felt, this is very personal for me, is that I've always sort of marched to the beat of my own drum. And this concept of fitting in always felt challenging because I never really felt that I fit in. And now embracing the uniqueness of me has made me feel fuller and happier. Yeah. 
And I think that's something that you've just sort of touched on there. And I'm really grateful that that kind of came up very organically. Um, and I think that's perhaps that's why I wanted to launch this, this podcast to begin with, because I think living in this entrepreneurial world, that's what it's all about. Being able to, Absolutely. you know, tap into our individual creativity and really bring our dreams into reality. It takes work, right? Yep. So one of the things yep. that, that um, you kind of brushed over earlier was um, being your most authentic self. Can we talk a little bit about that and how your business has allowed that to blossom for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Is there a specific question that you have about that? Just really general, you know, it's something that you had mentioned. So what does it mean to you? What does that mean to you that you're the most authentic self? So just listening to myself, listening to what my needs are and taking care of myself, giving myself the sleep that I need, the uh, nutrition that I need, giving myself the uh, mental challenges that I need. And, and then the other half of it is, like you were just saying, embracing my uniqueness and then sharing that because I really believe that each of us has unique gifts to share with the world and it doesn't do anybody any good to hide those gifts. I think it, you know, when you really live in alignment with who you're supposed to be and you harness those gifts and your purpose you get to share those gifts with others. And that's one of the great things about being an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, entrepreneur is, is just living into that fullest potential of yourself and sharing it in a way to, to help others. So what happens when you hit a road bump? You know, I, I, you know, we haven't really talked a little bit about whether it's been easy or challenging. You know, you've kind of just said, okay, I put my robot out there and it's been happening. Uh, and I know you obviously a little more personally, so I know that there's been challenges along the way. So what happens when you hit a road bump? So it's, it's normal in business. There are road bumps. And I think that you have to have this inner drive to, to move around things and to, to learn. That's the biggest thing is learning. Um, everything is a learning opportunity. So the road bumps, some people might call them small failures. And other people might call them lessons. So I really just, I try to, I try, you know, one of my mantras is look for the lessons. Mm-hmm. So with, with all of the road bumps, I just try to figure out, well, okay, what's my lesson here? Mm-hmm. You know, and just implement changes as I move forward. I think one of the, the sayings that you've shared with me quite a bit over this last year plus is mm-hmm. look at the rose. Yes, the thorns are there, but acknowledge the rose. Yeah. And that yeah. is something that really stuck with me um, in my mm-hmm. moments when, I, when I'm in that self-doubt or in that challenged yeah. space. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I yeah, think... That, go ahead. Oh, I was trying to recall the quote. It's, we can complain because... Um, rose bushes have thorns, or we can rejoice because thorn bushes have roses. Oh, that's great. 
<laughs> I love that one. All right. So that one I'm going to write right. down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, um, something that I, I've also just started implementing in my daily routine is starting with gratitude. Yeah, waking up every morning and starting with gratitude. So one of the statements, one of the quotes that just keeps rising to me, and I'm saying this to myself every morning, is uh, begin by expecting good things to happen, by always expecting good things to happen. And that's really changed my mindset when I get my day started. So we talked a little bit about mindset, and I I think that was something I, I wanted to touch on when you talk about when you hit those speed bumps, when you hit those challenges. Because entrepreneurship, it sounds exciting, and it's challenging. So how does that play a role when you're looking to overcome a challenge? Like you're looking at something and saying, oh, goodness, do I have it in me today? Yeah, you have to have gratitude. um, And that has to be part of your daily practice to be a successful entrepreneur, in my opinion. Hmm. Because there's always going to be thorns and there's always going to be roses. And it's just where you focus your attention will determine your reality. Does that also play into the secret, some of the lessons of the secret? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So what are some of the influencers that you go to um, throughout your this journey? Like some of the yeah. books that you've read or authors or... Motivational speakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great question. So there's been tons. You know, early on, I told you it was Wellness Mama, who she really started to open my eyes to think more naturally and holistically. And then there was a book that I read. Um, you know, during that time of my low health, I had read uh, Grain Brain, and that was very eye-opening to me. Uh, it talked a lot about wheat and gluten and so I my health has been dramatically better since removing gluten and that's been over four years now that I've been gluten free um, from there the most influential book when it comes to mindset is you are a badass funny I had hands down <laughs> most favorite book that I actually share with all of my clients because it it impacted my life in such a positive way. It's funny that you say that because I, I, that's my Bible. I love that book. And I think you actually were one of the people yeah. that introduced it to me now that I think about mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think it's just such a wonderful resource. It's such a great reminder that we all have it within us. Yeah. And that to trust the universe is, is aligning. And the gratitude piece is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of what you've touched on is, is your nutritional health and mindset and that how they kind of, they form together to create this reality. So as you're going down your pathway and building your business, are you seeing physical changes? Are you seeing emotional changes within you? And how do you listen to those when making decisions for the next steps? Mm, yeah. Well, so yes, absolutely. I feel physically and emotionally uh, good. I, you know, I, I practice everything that I preach because I really believe that the health of your business 
um, is directly linked to your own health. And like I said earlier, health is a combination of physical, mental, and spiritual. Mm -hmm. So I've done a lot to to improve my health in all of those areas because I really believe that they come into play um, in how I show up as a coach and how I make decisions as a business owner. So one final thought I have, because I know we're getting low on time now. Uh, What are some of the things that you're currently working on, some of your projects, and as you are growing and scaling your business? Mm, Yeah. So my big project that I've been working on this year that uh, I put on my dream board, my vision board that I made at the start of the year, was a book. So I set out this year knowing that by the end of the year, I wanted to write a book. And I am in the final stages of publishing my first book. It's called Ready, Set, Heal, and it's a handbook for busy women. Wow. Well, that's really exciting. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Um, and of course, I've known a little bit about that. So that's incredibly exciting. So for listeners yeah. who have been listening in and want to learn a little bit more about, about Simply Balanced Wellness and, and then, of course, how to get their hands on a, their own copy of Ready, Set, Heal. Um, how can they, how can people find you? Yeah. So two, two great ways. So first of all, I do have a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. So if you go ahead and follow me at Simply Balanced Wellness, mm-hmm. that will keep you posted as to my book release. And I just like to share information on there, inspirational information, little tips for, you know, nutrition and, and other topics. Mm-hmm. The other great way to find me is my website, which is simplybalancedwellness.com. If you go to my website, I am offering a really great freebie on there. It is a breakfast recipe book. So you hop on there, you can go ahead and download your free breakfast recipe book that I worked with a professional recipe developer to put that together. That's awesome. Well, I know I didn't know that part, so I'm going to go take a look at it myself. Lauren, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time today um, to chat and uh, look forward to your next adventure. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for joining us for this edition of Lee. To learn more about Lee, the podcast and coaching services, please join us on our Leap Facebook page at facebook.com slash what's your lead.